Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Nicole, and together we have a podcast called Twin Talk, where I share an extrovert and I share an introvert perspective on relevant topics of life, love, business, and health. Welcome to Twin Talk. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Good. How's your day going? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, my day is going really well. I, um, yeah, I have um, our podcast now together and then I have another one. I, I like doing things in flow like that where things are a little bit back to back. Yeah, it's better than having it spaced out, isn't it? Yeah, I just feel a bit more in flow. Yeah. So today we are going to focus on a podcast called We're All About Grief. Yes, we are. Yeah, and very significant topic um, that Amanda and I can very much relate to, particularly this year with the loss of our beautiful mum in May, and we'll discuss that, um, and also how we are both dealing with it in our own ways, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to losing a parent or a loved well, one. I, yeah, and grief relates to death, change, um, you know, change of circumstances, could be career, could be ending or the starting of a relationship, Mm, you know, it could many be different death. types of grief, isn't there? And also just what we've gone through in the last two years with the state of the world. So mm. we just thought we're so passionate about, you know, sharing any knowledge that we have from an introvert and an extrovert's perspective on really important topics of love, life and health. <laughs> and we all, we straight away knew we were going to talk about grief as soon as we decided to do this podcast. Um, and, you know, let's start with the seven mm. stages of grief, which, mm. you know, are typical. So let's talk about that. And they are... Sure. So the first is shock and denial, and this is a state of disbelief and numbed feeling. So yeah. I guess that's how our body um, is designed to survive and cope. That's right, through. to survive the situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. And then we move into pain and guilt. Mm. Oh, the emotional pain. Like, mm. We're going to talk about the that. The physical and pain even. Yes. Mm. Then we move into anger and bargaining mm -hmm. and depression. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then there's an upward turn. Yeah. Um, and there always is. It's the call to courage. It's the hero's journey where it's our moment of, okay, how am I going to transform this? How am I going to rise above? Who am I going to become having gone through this adversity? Then into construction and working through, so creating a whole new version of ourselves mm. and then into acceptance and hope. Yeah. So not only did we lose our mum on Mother's Day this year in May, um, but I also lost my dog, who is literally my version of a son, Henry. only two weeks ago, Henry. Yeah. And you guys might remember in the last podcast where we were in the middle of it, I, Henry dove under the couch and mm. I was talking to Nicole and yeah. I saw a beautiful butterfly. And I want to start with that because I think one of the important things to go through when you're experiencing grief, perhaps from death, is it's really important to ask for signs mm -hmm. so that, you know, because when someone that you love passes away they leave the, the the physical plane we can't see them we can't touch them and it's it's you do you go into shock because you you're used to having that person around or that being around anytime you want all the time and yeah and, and then when they're just not accessible anymore yeah we can it can it's a huge void physically it's huge. as well as emotionally you know, on every level but everything is energy and nothing really ends if you look at it that way. And so mm. wherever they go, we, we just don't know, but wherever mm. they go and perhaps they do transform into a different version of themselves of course on a do. different plane, maybe they're still here in some capacity. And what I find mm -hmm. that is of comfort is, yeah, asking for signs, 
Um, and we know, as you know, Nicole, on the day that mum passed away, before she died, she said, I'll come to you in butterflies and white daisies. So I've got white daisies in my, as part of my plants on my balcony, but I do regularly see butterflies more recently, just before Henry died. Mm. So I feel like it was a sign from her saying something's coming. Mm. I'm here because the way my dog died was just beyond, although it was so horrible. It's funny because mum and Henry were very quick and very similar if you think about it. Yeah, it it was it you was know? so. Mum died. Uh, Mum was diagnosed with lung cancer just after Easter, which was a huge shock for all of us. Well, we no, didn't no, no. Know. Let's backtrack that. So, Mum was at wine at Easter and went in with pneumonia. So she went in with pneumonia. Yeah. And as being treated with pneumonia, they ended up doing some scans and found something that wasn't quite right, and therefore did a biopsy, which then led to the diagnosis of adenocarcinoma lung cancer, which um, is a large cell lung cancer. Um, And that was devastating. And then we had to go through the stages of figuring out what stage of cancer she was at. Now, the cancer she was battling, but not much, which was a gift. Um, Mum passed away from pneumonia, not cancer, just to be very Yes, yeah. she didn't die of cancer, she but she was not. diagnosed with cancer. And then, but, but, but what the point I was making was four weeks mm. later, we lost her. Correct. So it was, it was so four weeks quick. To the day. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think she had some complications with her pneumonia and Absolutely. the, um, the, not the, what did she have? The, you know, when they were looking into her lungs, what's it called? Yeah, it's large cell adenocarcinoma. No, no, no. When they were doing those tests, what were those tests? It's a called? biopsy. The biopsy. She did a biopsy. Yeah. And ever the... since she started, yeah, after the biopsies, she just declined. It's quite invasive. And then we did um, immunotherapy, which is a, a new therapy for that type of A cancer, very successful therapy for that uh, type of cancer. Which can be very too. successful. Um, yeah. So that, um, can either really help or not and yes. mum had a few side effects after that yeah oh look it was in the same week that she passed really because her body just wasn't folding out so and so when so after mum died I think given this podcast is about grief um what what do you think uh happens in terms of how does it turn your world upside down do you think when when you go through grief at the early, think day one. Let's talk about day one and then what happens, you know, after one day, after one week, after a couple of weeks, because when you're in the middle of it, you can't foresee how things are going to get better in the future because you're in so much pain and shock and you're in this disbelief. To be honest, the first two weeks, in particular first week, I don't remember. My friends have to explain to me and reiterate to me what conversations we've had, Mm. what happened. I was in utter Shock. You just disconnected from your body, probably. Yeah, I don't remember anything from that week. Um, Not functional. And then we had to organize the funeral and everything. So um, it was really, yeah, week two and a half, I guess, that mm. I started remembering and being more aware of. <laughs> I remember stuff. on the first morning I woke up, I was just in so much pain in my heart. It was like it was in a billion pieces. The feel, the unanchored oh. feeling of not having mum here on planet Earth. And it was just an There's overwhelming, like disconnected oh. feeling yeah. of, yeah. It's very and, painful. Yeah, and so you go through shock and denial. And then, yeah, you, there's this period in between the whatever the loss is, that you, whatever you're going through, it doesn't have to be a loss of a person, it could be the loss of a career or a relationship. So you go through this shock and there's this period in between for a death 
that time of the death to the funeral where you're, I remember the beautiful um, girl who did mum's funeral. She, um, the cel- not the celebrant. Yeah, she was a celebrant and she did funerals. Right, sure. Yeah, and she said, you're just going to be in this like portal of, you know, you're okay, you're not okay. And it's just like you're existing, floating well, around. The, she was so before right. Before a funeral period, everyone is over. Everyone comes, everyone comes. And it's really after the funeral when everyone goes you're back so to You're so busy informing that people. That's and when it gets real. Getting right. all the legalities done, all the paperwork. Yeah, you're surrounded funeral. by people and constantly yeah. distracted and you have lack of sleep. And So um, I think what's really important is, you know, remembering that when we get stressed, when we go through grief, we become more rigid and we're in survival. And when your brain is convinced that it needs to keep you alive or it needs to keep you safe, we we go back to our old habits and our old ways. And when we have- To feel comfortable and stable. Yeah. yeah. And and that's okay. And you've just got to go with it. Um, Hmm. But also I think it's so important believing in our capability that we can handle it, but also just relying- really being there for yourself trust that you can back yourself through this really difficult time <coughs> lean into your friends you know that your loved ones around you let them be you there for you communicate how you're feeling because they can't read your mind yeah of course yeah of course. i think that's really important i think for as the well. first time i'm very good at not just holding it in and not letting it out i, I actually for the first time in my life could not hold anything in and i was absolutely communicating and uh, crying and, and and hysterical really for all, a, a decent period of time which is not like me um, well there's no other feeling compared to losing your mum no like I could not hold anything feeling. in yeah, so really 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 stressful incredibly and so then going from into the shock and denial and then after the funeral and then you st- what happened for me I mean I, I after a couple of weeks I really was mourning and just getting used to so many different things without being able to call mum. In fact, I came up with this business idea where I thought it would be so great to have a call centre where you could call yeah, you an, an older lady that feels like your mum and hello, darling, and just mm. the usual, you know, how was your day? I mean, honestly, all I wanted to do was call mum and to not have those phone calls, which were daily and sometimes a couple of times a day towards the end. Um, yeah, just not having that connection devastating it's devastating it was the hardest yeah, bit I just... found that really hard because mum and I spoke numerous times a day and yeah. we'd always talk um, at a specific time at night and watch the project together on FaceTime and then we would just sort of chill out and then um and then say good night to each other and um mm. that time of the night's really difficult yes. so I'd always go and sit in my spot and tell mum about my day after already speaking to her during the day Mm-hmm. And and then we would yeah just watch a show together and um, especially through it's really hard um, not to do that and not to just to pick up the phone I always still call, accidentally go to call her to tell her something mm-hmm. yeah just the those simple things and I don't think that's ever going to go away I think there's no, always going to be those moments where we want to pick up the phone and call mum just as there are those moments still which Henry's so fresh where all I want to do is come home mm-hmm. and cuddle up to Henry on mm-hmm. the couch my dog mm-hmm. yeah. which is what we would do he was like my sense of comfort mm-hmm. so it's Absolutely. like a double whammy for me at the moment where I, I, mm-hmm. after a couple of months though of going through the shock and denial the pain the guilt so mm-hmm. I totally went through I was like oh what if I could have done this better? You know, we were there when she died. What if I had have done this better? You know, did I fulfill all her wishes? All of that. Then went into anger and bargaining of like, oh, she's not here. Like, stuff you. Why aren't you here? Why 
why did you die so young? We're only, you and I are only 41. You know, she was 71. You know, why? Mm. Why? Yeah. Um, and so, and allowing yourself to be sad, I think it's really important to face it and to yeah. really feel it because if you ignore it, yeah, you'll have to deal with it later. Oh, it'll eat you inside in other physical ways. So sometimes yeah. you just got to sit alone and just be in the sadness mm-hmm. and you do it does move doesn't it it does move yeah look it does it look you'll be in the early periods it'll hit you like a train wreck out of nowhere and you'll just be on your knees um you'll you'll think you see them and it'll just throw you just things will just absolutely yeah knock you dead really um knock you over and um, And i think you've got to be really kind to yourself as you go through all of that absolutely yeah Um, i think that allow yourself to have bad days just have a bad day it doesn't oh yeah just have and then but allow yourself as well to have an okay day and really acknowledge yeah be okay to be happy because you know that your loved ones want you to be happy it's okay to be happy and have that's interesting because as i'm going through just really the first stages i'm still in pain and guilt and shock with henry it's only two weeks ago Mm. i don't feel i feel too guilty to have a good Mm -hmm. day i'm blocking Mm -hmm. enjoyment and i can feel that i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm just not there yet and Mm -hmm. so i'm working through that and to be honest i'm just sitting with myself and just trying to be really kind because i know i'm really stressed at the moment and in my rigidity so I'm doing everything I can to create adaptability and flexibility, mm-hmm. <coughs> eating really well, making sure that I've got adequate water and nutrition to process this stress, mm-hmm. supporting myself with supplements as well. If I need like, you know, vitamin B. You just need to be in quietness as well. No, not, no social, no TV. Don't, yeah, Sometimes even just nice music and incense and just very quiet. Yeah. Or even like you and I used to do when you were sick and sit in hospital bed, just watch Friends. Like that's our go-to show when we are traumatized because we just watch friends because yeah it's sex in the city or friends whenever i yeah. go through a loss particularly a relationship loss i'll mm-hmm. watch something like that back yeah. to back yeah it does help you, because you need downtime you need your brain t- to be fed with um very light-hearted Relaxed. and yeah. funny things nothing serious or nothing too heavy yeah long. i can't watch anything heavy right now no. it just puts me into a bad mindset yeah yeah like if it's an, a little bit negative, I'm just like. Oh, I, I had favorite shows that I watched every week um, that were medical related because I love those shows. And I since the the day that Mum passed, I after that evening, I can't finish those um, those mm. shows. Can't do it. I'm the same. We watched Wonder Woman on the day that she died in um, bed together, and I was taught. I had her affirmations up on the wall, and I was oh, you mean talking you to her. You, yeah, we yeah, watched you it together. I can't, together. I can't. I cannot bring myself to watch that movie again. Of course not. But like, there's certain yet, um, anyway. shows that remind me of the moments and the sounds yeah. and the hospital stuff that yeah. um, I can't can't finish them. So there is trauma, obviously related to grief and, and loss. Um, Massive, especially let alone watching your loved one pass um you know it's difficult to um to watch someone that you love so much um go through those stages of of death and it's very confronting also very honored that we were there i mean she gave birth to us and we were there to let her go yeah, yeah, it was so special. It was so, so honest to be able to do that for Yeah, her. I wouldn't change a thing, even though no, it was like really difficult to do not. it. I wouldn't change a thing. No. 
I mean, it would have been worse for me if I wasn't there. And the same for you, I'm sure. Um, yeah, absolutely so worse to too. not be there. And we were so lucky that it was during that time of COVID where there were no restrictions whatsoever. Yeah, it was just a lucky period where yeah. we were all open. Well, because we're talking about grief and grief can come in different forms, not just death, but also the ending of projects, businesses and relationships. What about... Um, you know, acknowledging the fact that when something leaves your life and we lose ourselves, I think I lost a little bit of myself when mom died and also a part of myself died when Henry died, I know for sure. But what I also understand in any relationships that have ended or projects or businesses, that there is a new version of myself that is ready to be born. Mm -hmm. And after a loss, and even death with mom and Henry, it's like there is a new version of myself that is ready to be born, having gone through that. And you can't go around grief. You have to go through, through it. it. Any adversity, you can't, you, you, there's no way around it. You can't skip it. No. So the more that we surrender, I think, and mm. just lean in, yeah. trusting our ability that we've got the skills to deal with it. Because, you know, a lot of us avoid because we're scared of getting overwhelmed. Yeah. Don't you know. think? Absolutely. A lot of people avoid anything and we that's forget that we're capable and that we yeah. actually well Tony have... Robbins talks a lot about this issue where humans instinctively avoid anything that's uncomfortable and you've got to do the uncomfortable feelings and physically and used mentally to, to be able to yeah go through and that's why I think it's really important to do something that actually challenges you or scares you every day because it gets your mindset used yeah. to being open to You've being uncomfortable. You've got to be uncomfortable to a certain level um, and get used to that uncomfortability to grow. You're never going to grow unless you're uncomfortable. And growing so- is great. And you know why growing is great? Because your spirit sings. It, it rewards you when you've, it's like Mario Brothers game, ding, 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 you've gone to the next level. Yeah. And you go, don't go to the next level of life until you've done the work and you've gone yeah, through something. To be done. And it takes time. And sometimes you'll take three steps forward and five steps back. Yeah, and that's And okay. then you'll keep going. So you've got to just, that's and that's part normal. of the journey, isn't it? It's not about the end result. It's the no, journey. No, it's the journey, absolutely. So you, and then you go ding, 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 and you know it. You can feel it in your bones, in your heart, that you have grown. I remember specific moments where I've gone, oh god I'm just a whole different version of myself now mm-hmm. never nef- nothing's ever going to be the same again yeah. in a really lovely uh, rewarding way and you know it's because of the trauma you've been through and the difficulty you just know it of course so resilience I think is all about our ability to show up for ourselves when we go through change and adversity and really difficult times like this who we are when the going gets tough and we want to give in you know, those moments. They don't happen all the time, but when they do, if how we show up for ourselves and how we react really determines our success in life and how whether we're going to progress to the next level of the game. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think coming through grief, you know, here are some, um, you know, tips from me is, Go through it, allow yourself to go through it and create the most adaptable and um, flexible mindset so that you can see things from different angles. You can not be so rigid in your thinking. You can be open to receiving love and support, not just from others, but yourself. Back and don't to yourself. be afraid to reach out to, um, there's the grief line. There's, there's so um, much support, support out, out there because do not isolate yourself no. during those really deep Get a counsellor, get some psychotherapy, kinesiology, yeah. acupuncture. There's so and many great modalities. just have a friend who will just listen and not mm. 
tell you how to feel or think. It yeah. will just be able to just sit there and listen. If you are lucky yeah. enough to have one of those people or the grief line has been fundamental in a lot of people's lives to be able to get through particularly grief. Yeah, actually, we should put that in the show notes too. All yeah, the different it's very, very important. Um, services. Um, yeah. Um, and Sometimes you just need that one conversation to be able to get you through that day. Yeah, and there will be a moment where things will shift, where you feel like, like right now I'm in the middle of the grief of losing Henry, my dog, and the pain in my heart every day is sometimes unbearable and I'm mm. really lucky where friends have lent me their dogs and that's... T- so helping just having another being in the house yeah, because absolutely. having an empty house when you've got a pug who snores really loudly and yeah. you know, the comfort of 12 years sleeping next to him for how many thousands and thousands of nights mm-hmm. not hearing him breathe yeah. is just next level for me so but what I know is because I only just experienced mum's loss you know in May and it's been a couple of months now mm-hmm. there it did start time passed and all of a sudden I could crack a smile. And then all of a sudden I, I allowed joy in again. So I'm just trusting that that's going to happen again. Time does heal always, be. just certain ones a little bit longer than others, but time always yeah. does heal always. And just focus on things that you are deeply passionate about when you're ready. Yeah. Don't push yourself. Just make sure you're kind to yourself. If you need yeah. time, you need time. But if you spend too much time on your own or yeah. at home, that's not going to be helpful either in the long term. You need to get back out there into... Yeah. what you're passionate about with work, life, friendships, yeah. and Acceptance just connect so on a human level. And, and that also will really we get have, you through. Yeah, and we have to work. So what I'm doing at the moment is just really targeting the most important things that I only have to do at the start mm-hmm. of the day when I'm really fresh and I'm wide and on. But at allowing space, should yeah. I have a really difficult day that I can just not be okay for the afternoon yeah and that is so unlike me but I'm Mm. needing that right now just to have of course time and space of course you know and connecting I'm finding meditation and journaling really helpful right now journaling would be very helpful right now well because when I connect to my higher self I have these thoughts of the higher understanding like the seeing things from the penthouse instead of the ground floor like Carolyn Mm. Meese would say is Mm. you know if I see things from that high perspective I can access more elevated emotions of courage and forgiveness and compassion and love and self-belief realizing yeah it's just like part of life that was mum's time that was henry's time and learning to accept it whereas when you, when i'm stressed and i see things from the ground floor i'm very reactive and i'm, I'm all i can see is i'm just without my dog or my mum has left and we're about mm, to approach that's Christmas. normal that will take time it just takes time but the more that i connect to my higher self I can actually grasp those other thoughts that are more elevated. So mm. they're my tips. What about you, Nicole? What's what's helped you to get through your grief? If you had like one, two or three things to... Um, Chloe, my dog, has absolutely fundamentally helped me through this grief and this time um, in every aspect. Um, well, the just, dogs are huge stress relievers, aren't they? Yeah, she really has, um, you know, amazing support from very, very good friends massive support from the girls at work to take over and not give me the time and space to heal away from work when I needed. Mm. Um, and also getting back to work and starting to interact again when I was ready. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Well, guys, we really hope that, you know, this podcast and sharing our experience of yeah. our grief um, has just helped you no matter what you're going through. Maybe you've, 
you know, lost a partner or you've experienced a death or, you know, mm-hmm. a business has ended, whatever grief that you're going through it could be old grief from ages ago that's unresolved. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope what we've shared today, you know, shines some light of inspiration. Yeah. And don't forget about the grief line, guys. The um, we'll, we'll add a link on onto the grief line. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll put all the services that are available yeah, for grief that we find in the show them. notes. Don't even hesitate. Just yeah, use give them. it a go. Give yeah. it a go because the, the, what you will learn and discover through mm. reaching you out don't to need support to be alone. will be the transformation. Absolutely. Well, and thank you, science. Amanda. That's a massive topic, but I'm glad we spoke about it today. No, and I hope it does easy. help. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's very hard. Oh, Just God. holding it together right now. Yeah, so, well, yeah. Thank you. Thank and if you like the podcast, Amanda. share the love and uh, yeah. we'd love you to subscribe. Um, and we'll see you next time. Sounds good. If you enjoyed this episode of Twin Talk, we'd love you to rate, review and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Your support helps us to reach as many people as possible, helping empower others to believe in themselves despite their setbacks. You can also connect or reach out to us by joining our communities on Instagram and Facebook. You can find Nicole at at me and browse and Amanda at at Amanda Campbell Speaker.